Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Just Fish Outdoors. I'm your host, Dale York, and I designed Just Fish Outdoors to focus on freshwater lakes and streams and to provide information, tips, and techniques, along with how-to segments for catching everything from crappie to catfish. We will also provide tips on equipment, tackle, boating, and much, much more. All of this is aimed at helping you catch more fish and have fun doing it. So join us each week as we talk about my favorite subject, fishing. Uh, They're both very capable people, and uh, I guarantee you they can put you on the fish. Uh, You know, that'll take us to our special segment today about uh, people asking how to find summertime crappie, where are they located, how do you fish for them, what happens to these crappie when we get into these 85, 90-degree water temps. And so I put a show together, and we'll focus on that. We'll talk a little bit about that today, uh, how you can find the crappie, how you can catch them, and, uh, you know, hopefully it helps some folks out. You know, even though our surface temps can exceed 90 degrees, uh, good catches of crappie can still be caught by keying in on offshore structure, and that's the key to this. You know, many of our crappie schools, they move away from the bank. They roam out uh, in the river channels and off the river ledges and off the humps out in our main lake reservoirs. The humps, the submerged flats, especially those that are deeper than 14 foot on top, and if these humps are close to channels, that's even better. Crappie do seem to like the, the very top or shallowest part of the hump to feed on shad when the current is being generated from dam. Crappie then drop back to suspend off its deep sides uh, once the uh, turbines shut down and there's no more current. And You know, we talked about this a little bit last week. One of the things you really need to key on is whether the lake that you're fishing, if it has hydroelectric power or, or turbines, you really need to pay attention whether they are, are generating water or not because just the fact that they're generating water creates current in our area lakes and the fish will respond to that current. They, they will place themselves in such a, a, a location on that hump or on that ditch or in that creek channel to take advantage of that current coming to them. So you, you definitely want to pay attention to that. When the turbines are running, many of the crappie will become active and actively feed. Uh, when they shut the turbines off, sometimes they can be a lot harder to catch. Uh, you know, sometimes no current equals no fish. So, <laughs> you know, pay attention to that as well. And, and what you need to do here is you need to uh, you need to idle over the structure. Uh, you know, you can either mark it with your GPS points or buoys, either which way you want to go. Then what you need to do is you need to move, move a few yards out into the open water and then, uh, you know, get your rods down, get your baits down. And then what you want to do is either with your trolling motor or the wind – have it position you back into the fish, uh, you know, with your rods already down. And, uh, you know, you may have to do this several times from more than one direction, but uh, eventually you will get bit. You know, what, what you want to do is make sure you, you're dragging the lure behind you uh, while you move across the hump. 
and uh, make sure that you feel the lure hit the bottom every once in a while. If uh, you're feeling it drag bottom constantly, you, you probably need to speed up a little bit. If you're not feeling it hit the bottom at all, you probably need to slow down a little bit. Uh, and also remember, it's it's best too. If you look at the way a crappie is is designed, if you look at the front end of a crappie, if you look at his mouth, if you look at his eyes, one of the things you'll notice is uh, you know almost all game fish, including a crappie, are designed to feed up. They're designed to feed above them. So you you want whatever offering you're fishing with, you want that to be above the fish. Uh, you don't want to be below the fish or right on bottom. You want to be ab- just above the fish. Uh, you'll, your strike ratio will go up tremendously if you do this. You know, fish a few inches or a foot or so, depending on the water clarity and some other factors. But, uh, you know, fish above those fish, uh, and you will definitely uh, have much better success. Uh, you know, the the second thing you want to do is is change the speed or change the, the lure presentation when you go through these schools of fish. You know, uh, speed up, slow down, uh, you know, go high, go low, uh, jig it, you know, hold it still. There's so many things. And, and sometimes we we really can't tell exactly what will trigger these fish, but something sometimes different will trigger these fish. You know, crappie suspending in hot water uh, can be very slow to bite. And, uh, you know, that's that's what I'm telling you when I or trying to get across to you when I'm telling you to to change those tactics, you know, speed up, slow down, do whatever, Uh, you know, never try the same thing twice unless you're getting bit. And if you are getting bit, then, yeah, do the same thing over and over and over again. You know, when you when you spot a school uh, on your Lawrence HDS equipment, you know, you may have to fish that school from several different directions to get a bite, uh, you know, like I talked about, a, a quick direction change, uh, a direction speed, uh, sometimes a color change, sometimes a size change. That can be so critical depending on uh, where you're fishing. You may go to a two-and-a-half or three-inch bait and catch fish. You may drop down to an inch-and-a-half or two-inch bait and not catch fish. So, uh, you know, try several different things. Don't you know, just limit yourself to one particular presentation or one particular bait size. You know, as as the lure passes near the school, you know, like I was telling you, either speed up your trail motor or slow down the lure. Uh, you know, let the lure fall or, or, or raise the lure or even hop the lure. You know, you know, if you find the right combination, you will get this school turned on. And I guarantee you, you will catch fish. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you, you need to pay, pay attention to things like uh, the, the weather, whether you're having a, a high humidity day, uh, it's muggy, you know, that's one thing with no wind uh, or high wind. Uh, you know, if, if you're wanting to live bait fish, boy, this is a tough time of year to try to keep minnows alive. Uh, you know, they can, they can die quickly. And, uh, that's why I recommend a switch to artificial baits like... Uh, Oh, let's say like a Bobby Garland two-inch swimmer or a two-and-a-half-inch stroller. Uh, you know, look for that vertical schools uh, of suspending crappie uh, at drop-offs down to as high as 30 feet and, and probe them vertically. You know, we, we just got finished talking about a little earlier, one of the reports we had from Tinkiller, 
where you know they were catching deep they were catching fish as deep as 35 foot so uh you know it just depends on which reservoir you're on uh it can depend on uh, a multi uh, just a, a bunch of different factors so uh you know pay attention to the weather uh the next thing to pay attention is is wind i, I mean it's not so much critical other times of year as it is right now. Uh, a good, nice 10, 12, 15 mile an hour wind uh, can make all the difference in the world or whether you catch fish or you don't catch fish. Uh, you know, what happens is that wave action uh, can create uh, cloudy or dingy water. And we've all seen this not only from wind action, but even from water skiers and, and boat wake action. You know, if if you don't have a wind condition, uh, I mean, some of the tricks I use if the wind's very light is I may go to an area of the lake that has a lot of boat traffic on it and has a lot of wave action washing up on a bank that is close to the river channel. And what will happen is you will you will get a mud line or or you will get uh, a line in the water that uh, is dingier than the surrounding water, and sometimes what these crappie will do is they will move up in that dingy water, and uh, you know it just it just offers them a perfect place to ambush these shad when they come swimming by, and so don't uh, don't overlook these. Uh, um, windy uh, wave wash banks that produce these mud lines and, and these uh, uh, little less a uh, little little danger water. Uh, it's like I said, especially if it's close to deep water. Uh, you know the crappie will seek these areas out. They will hang off in there and, and just be it's munching on those shad something terrible. So uh, always look for these, especially around you know the points or or the banks with nearby drop offs. And, uh, you know, what I would suggest is you swim a, swim a wide or a chartreuse or even throw a crankbait. Sometimes uh, uh, throwing a crankbait or trolling a crankbait uh, will produce fish when uh, some of these other methods will not produce fish. So uh, think about that. Once again, you know, if you're going through these areas, look at them with your Lowrance HDS equipment. You know, try to, try to find what particular area in this muddy or 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 wind blown bank that these fish are hanging in you know and concentrate your efforts in that area another thing that can just raise really cane with trying to catch fish is uh you know a high bluebird high pressure day you know when when we get those 100 105 degree days and we got a wind running around out there that's less than five mile an hour uh boy you know it, it's hard to imagine and it's hard to create uh, fishing conditions that are any tougher than that right there and what will happen is these crappie will seek relief from that bright light condition uh, they'll move to brushy cover near channel drop-offs you know and from those particular areas they can they can find shad uh, or they'll move into uh, uh, shady areas around boat docks you know, if you're fishing in deep timber for these things fish straight down into the timber uh, you know, move around very slowly. Once again, smorgasbord of baits is the way to go here. Uh, you know, have uh, several rods rigged up with some different type of baits. You know, don't be afraid to go with a bigger jig head. You want you need to get that bait down there. You know, if, if that bait's not in front of the fish, you sure ain't going to catch a fish. So, uh, you know, you may have to go to like four or six pound line. You may have to go to a quarter, three-eighths ounce head. 
uh, and some of these little bit bigger bodies uh, in order to trigger these fish to, to hit, and they will hit these bigger baits, folks. So, uh, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to put them down there as an offering. You know, a, a, another wonderful way to do this or no, a wonderful place to fish is around these shaded boat docks, especially if, you know, they're close to, to deep channels as well. Boy, you can uh, really pitch, uh, you know, in some of these empty wells. You can come down the side of the dock that's the shadiest. You can, uh, you know, pitch that head up there and, and that jig up there and, and maybe let it fall 10, 12, 14 feet and then just let it just kind of pendulum back to the boat. Sometimes that will trigger the bite. Sometimes vertically fishing for these fish, uh, it will not trigger the strike. Sometimes they really like that pendulum effect where you throw that jig out there and it's sinking down through there and it gets tight with your line and your rod tip and then it starts coming to you uh, ever so slowly. And I can't tell you the number of times that I've uh, uh, been sitting on top or sitting close to school of crappie and uh, I can't get them to bite by vertical presentation, but you go into that pendulum type presentation and for whatever reason it will turn those fish on and usually if you can catch two or three fish out of that school then it kind of excites the whole school and and you can catch several more of them so uh you know always try that technique as well because it can be very very fruitful especially uh on crappie that uh are are higher in the water column dropping pressure well, you know, this is just an opposite problem. Uh, you know, when you get a cloud cover, you get a little wind blowing, pressure's going down, you may have a thunderstorm off in the distance or a rain cloud or whatever. Uh, crappie are no different from other game fish. It really revs their motor. They get out and really start chasing the shad. They move a lot. Uh, they're very much more aggressive than what they are during high pressure, high a high sky condition with low wind. You know, all of our game fish become much more active when, when we get into this type of situation. Uh, you know, you can be sitting on a school of fish in the morning where you have a high sunlight condition, low wind, then take off and go somewhere else for a couple of hours. It clouds up, you know, maybe sprinkling rain or, or whatever. You come back to that approximate area where that school of fish was, and you just catch fire at them. Uh, you know, they can turn on that quick, especially when you get into these situations where you have a dropping pressure, you had cloud cover, uh, you know, the fish really get active. One of the problems is that if you're fishing open water under these conditions, the fish move much more rapidly than what they do in some cases under under high uh, high sun, low wind conditions. You know, they're actively chasing these schools of shad. They're actively feeding. So in some cases, it's, it's harder to stay on top of them for longer periods of time than it is, uh, you know, <laughs> if you're under a high pressure situation with a high sun. And it's kind of counterintuitive. I mean, you know, you can find the fish and stay on top of them much easier when the high sun, but you're going to catch fewer fish as a general rule. Uh, now, when the pressure drops and it clouds up, starts sprinkling rain, you can uh, catch a lot of fish, but boy, it can be really, really tough to stay on top of the school or stay close enough to the school where you can cast to them. So, uh, you know, it, it's kind of a catch-22. But uh, one of the things you can do while searching for these moving schools, uh, you know, you can make multiple passes over channel drop-offs or over a point, wherever you're looking for these fish, uh, until you find them. 
on your Lowrance HDS equipment. Uh, then you can, one of the things you can do is you can troll crankbaits uh, or slow drift jigs through the school. You know, depending on how much wind you got, it's just kind of a, a, a which one works the best. I mean, if you can find the fish, if you can stay close to them, uh, you you can uh, catch more of them with the jigs and you with a crankbait you'd cover more water with a crankbait so if you're in an area where the schools seem to be more scattered the fish seem to be more scattered in the school a crankbait may be the better way to go you know it, it it's it can be much much harder to stay on these fish uh under these conditions but uh you know if you just pay attention sometimes you can tell which direction they're going by where they are as as opposed to where you keep finding them and uh, you can uh, you can really hammer them uh, if you can get on the lake in a, in a in a you know a cloudy mist and rain or the pressure is dropping type situation, and the fish you catch uh, can be pretty good size this time of year. They're feeding up fairly aggressively. You know they're deeper, uh, and they're just you know like this can be just a little harder to find, but they are out there. You can find these fish this time of year, and you can catch these fish this time of year. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit last week about keeping good records, and, uh, you know, it's no different in the, if you're trying to find crappie in August. You know, you still need to keep good records, and, you know, the other thing that goes into play here is got to have good electronics like we talked about last week. And, uh, you know, the Lawrence HDS line or the Lawrence Elite line uh, will give you all the tools you need to do this with. You're just going to need to spend some time doing it. Um, it, it, is, it is not something that uh, you can go out in five minutes and learn. But at the same time, if you can learn some of these techniques on finding these fish, you can catch fish all summer long. Uh, it, it's not just in a spring spawn that you can catch each crappie. You can catch them all summer long. So, uh, you know, pay attention to some of these things uh, th that we've talked about. Uh, you know, change your baits. There's there's so many baits out there available to crappie fish. Uh, you know, uh, Bobby Garland has a whole line ranging from, uh, you know, two and a half, three, three and a half inch baits down, down to an inch and a half. There's couple new baits that are coming on the market that uh, will be uh, i think real players this this winter uh sometimes when that water temperature gets real real cold uh, these fish definitely like a smaller bait uh but uh we're real excited about to try and some of these off uh out this this winter in some of the situations uh some of the new baits that that uh, gene larue slash bobby garland has come out with uh, i think there's going to be some real winners uh, but in the meantime, for the next month, month and a half, maybe two months, uh, you know, this is going to be the preferred technique for for finding open water crappie and catching open water crappie is, uh, you know, you have to get out on the water and find these fish. Once you locate these fish, what kind of presentation is best going to be applicable to catch these fish? You know, some people like to like to fish with minnows this time of year. You know, minnows, like I said earlier, can really, really be difficult to keep alive this time of year. And that's why I really strongly recommend uh, artificial baits. Don't confine yourself to to a specific type or a specific color. Have several rods rigged up. Don't be afraid to go to quarter, three-eighths ounce heads if necessary. If you're fishing real, real, real deep, you're going to need something like that to get that jig down there and to keep it down there. And remember, folks, crappie can be caught. 
You just need to try some of these tips and watch the weather. Uh, adjust your tactics accordingly, and before you know it, you know, voila, it's crappie for dinner. So <laughs> get out there and try some of this stuff, and I guarantee you, you're going to catch some fish. Uh, you know, if you need any help in uh, in selecting the ranch units or, or you need some help in that particular area, set them up or, or whatever you need, feel free to drop me a line, uh, Just Fish Outdoors at JustFish.com, or you can also catch us on Facebook, uh, Just Fish Outdoors. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll help any way we can, folks. Uh, folks, send us an email. Tell us how you like the show or how we can improve on it. Or if you have a suggestion for a topic, which is where this show came from, uh, let us know, and we'll try to put a show together for you that'll help you out. And, folks, don't forget Just Fish Outdoors is available uh, for speaking engagements and fishing seminars if you'd like to contact us. We can certainly put a show together for you. Uh, If you'd like to know more about Just Fish Outdoors or anything we can help with, just drop us a line, justfishoutdoors at justfish.com. That's JST, folks. Just Fish Outdoors at JustFish.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Just Fish Outdoors. That's also with a JST. And, folks, don't forget to get out and enjoy one of the many lakes or streams we're blessed to have here. Thanks for listening, and be sure to catch us next week. This is Dale York, host of Just Fish Outdoors, saying we'll catch you later. 